The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Hey, my trading friends, Barry Burns here with Top Dog Trading. Welcome to the Online Trading to Win podcast. In this episode, we are addressing a very controversial thing, and that is the issue of leading indicators. Is there such a thing, or do these exist in the same world as the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny, and Santa Claus? Well, I am here to tell you that yes, there is such a thing as a leading indicator, and I'm going to share it with you today. So strap on your seatbelts because here we go into the familiar territory of controversial technical analysis. Alrighty, so while many people say there's no such thing as a leading indicator, I beg to differ. So a lot of people will say, hey, I take pride in only trading pure price action. And sometimes they'll throw in volume in addition to that. And, you know, I love how they use the term pure price action as though there's something pure about that activity. Just trading price action is the pure way to trade. Like they're the Virgin Mary of the trading world. You know, <laughs> it, it's just ridiculous to me. It's kind of silly how these theories and concepts develop around certain phrases. And then the fact that they say, well, I've actually had people say, well, Price is the only leading indicator. And first of all, that's, that's such BS on two fronts. Number one, price is not an indicator. It's a, well, I guess the closest thing we could say it's, it's a statistic. It's just what it is, right? That's where price is right now. And where it is right now, by the way, at this moment, snapshot in time has nothing to do with where it's going to be in the next minute, five minutes, 15 minutes, day, week, month, year, decade. So it's not an indicator. Number one. And it's not leading. It's only telling you what has happened, what is happening at this time and what's happened in the past. As far as volume goes, being a leading indicator, again, volume is not an indicator. It's just not an indicator. It is, again, a statistic, specifically an actual number of the lots or contracts or shares traded in the market. So it doesn't indicate anything. In other words, an indicator is a formula. It's a mathematical formula. And it indicates something outside of itself. So volume is not pointing to anything outside of itself, and neither is price action. They're just literally telling you, here are the numbers right now at this time. Okay, now I don't know why people think that um, supposedly trading pure price action and volume is supposed to be so impressive. Number one, the volume numbers are not accurate that you get. So let's talk about that first. Just because um, you get your little volume histogram on the bottom of the chart, that does not mean that that is the actual volume at that time. In fact, about 50% of the volume traded on the stock market is traded through dark pools. So you don't even see it. Therefore, it doesn't plot on your chart. Well, dang, that's a little concerning, over half the volume. So that means the volume that you're trading is not accurate. In fact, it's way the heck off. So there goes the whole, you know, purity of trading volume and price action thing out the window with that one 
fact alone. And then the fact that they say, well, all indicators are lagging and that the only plot what's already been done in the market in the past. Well, that's actually true about indicators. Indicators, of course, they don't have, well, there's no crystal ball inside of them. There's nothing uh, that's going to tell you the future all the time. They are literally, to be literal, and I will give them totally this um, uh, this truth, that indicators are taking the data that's already gone through the market, running it through a mathematical formula, because that's what indicators are. They're just math formulas. There's nothing magical. They're only mathematical. So they run the, the data, which is basically the price section, and however they're calculating that in their formula, in their math formula, and they then spit out a value out the right side of that math formula, and that's what the indicator is um, is going to register. So, but that's also true of price action, by the way, right? Price action is also just lagging in the sense that it's always just telling you, well, what has already happened when a trade occurs, when trades occur, then, then after that, it's printed on your charts. So price is also lagging and in the same way, so is volume. So why do I say that there is such a thing as a leading indicator and how do we justify that? All right. So the best leading indicator that I know of is momentum. And I'm going to give you the logic as to why it can be a leading indicator. It's not always, but there are times when it is. And that's typical of trading. We look for certain moments, certain times when we have an advantage, an edge, an imbalance that we can take advantage of. And that's the same thing with momentum. So momentum is a potential leading indicator to be more accurate. It's again, not, mag uh, not magical, but it's mathematical. So here's the example. What is momentum? Purely from a mathematical point of view, since these indicators are math formulas, let's just bring it into the real world, actually. In our everyday life, the physics of momentum, do you know the math formula for that? Well, I'll tell you if you don't. The mathematical formula for momentum, just in the world of physics, outside of trading right now, is velocity times mass. Right? Velocity times mass. Pretty simple. So here's how to think of it. Let's say that you are walking north and you're walking north and you could turn around and walk south within one human footstep, right? Easy. Why? Because you don't have much velocity. You're not going very fast because you're walking and not running. And number two, you don't have a lot of mass. You're not huge and heavy. Well, I don't know. Some of us have more mass than others. I could do with... Uh, having a little less mass myself. I'm working on it. <laughs> okay. But your average person walking north, um, they could turn around and walk south within the length of one human footstep. So there is no, now that would be trend, right? Your trend, your direction is north, but you have no momentum because there's no significant velocity and mass there. Now contrast that with a train and that train is also going north. That's its trend. But that train is going 60 miles an hour. Now, that's its velocity. And the train, of course, has a lot more weight than one human being. So let's say it's got 30 cars behind it that is pulling. So that train going 60 miles an hour with 30 cars behind it heading north. And if you were to apply the brake to that train, you know you can tell the future. That's right. 
you can tell the future without having to uh, be Kreskin. Boy, that's an old reference. <laughs> anyway, Kreskin was a fortune teller or a foreteller of the future. So how can you do that if you don't have any magical fortune teller powers? Well, it's just pure math, right? It's pure physics. So you know that a train going, again, 60 miles an hour with 30 cars behind it north, you put the brakes on, it's not going to stop on a dime. It will continue to go north after, and that's the operative word, after you press the brakes for about another mile. Another mile. So it's a leading indication. Momentum in itself, just the physics of momentum, has leading properties to it. You know what's going to happen after you put the brakes on. All right, no magic, it's just math. Now, we could see this often in Chicago, where I was trained in Chicago at the uh, CME by a, uh, a floor trader there, as referred to. And uh, we could see this. So what would we see? Okay, aside from charts, because remember, as we said, and we acknowledge charts are just mapping what's already been done. So in um, what we'd see in Chicago, where you see the real market, you know, at in real time, it's not represented through a graphical representation, but you see people on the floor, people in the pit. And when you would see velocity, you would see a lot of people running to the pits, screaming, yelling, shouting, making all their funny hand signals and trying to get the orders in before everybody else, before the price went up too much, they wanted to get the lowest price. So they're racing to get in before everybody else. So that's the speed of market orders. That's your velocity half of momentum. Now, the the mass side of momentum in trading would be we'd look into the pits and we'd see who's there. So if you've got the representative for Goldman Sachs, Merrill Lynch, Citibank, whatever, you know, big whales, then, okay, that's another indication that the big money's coming in, the smart money, if you will. And so now we're interested because now we got momentum. We got big block orders. And so it's not just the volume, by the way, that's a distinction. It's not just the volume, but it's whose volume, because you could get a truckload of retail volume coming in, and that might actually be a counter indication of what you should do. If there's a ton of retailers buying, and there's actually pretty big volume because of that. And yet, there's no professional volume in, involved. Well, that's probably an indication that the market's not going to follow through to the upside. So the distinction in volume here is that the volume histogram on the bottom of your chart can be somewhat helpful, but as we've already noted, it is limited. But the more important understanding of volume, the more important thing to read is the size of each order. You can see that in the time and sales window, by the way. So there you see, oh, is each order coming through with just like 50 shares, 100 shares, one contract, two contracts, one lot, two lots, probably retail trading, right? But if you look over in the e-minis, um, show 100 contracts on one trade or 300 contracts on one trade. Okay, no, you know, amateurs generally will just say uh, they don't have the size accounts to be able to trade that. So that's probably a whale. Good to know, right? Wheels are the, the smart money, the big money. So that's the part of volume that's actually telling. That's most important. Because when these people come in, they often come in with what's called accumulation. And so therefore, if because if they brought their huge size in all at one time, it would push the price up too fast. And they want to keep buying um, partial size for them, which to you and me would be huge. But for them, 
they have to come in with smaller size relative to their entire position so that they're not pushing the price up so fast, right? They don't want to um, expose that the supply demand ratio is out of whack right now because then everybody will jump on board. So they're constantly, the whales are constantly trying to cover their tracks, right? They are. And for good reason. I can't blame them for that. So momentum is the leading indicator. Now, there's many different types of uh, momentum indicators, of course. So you got your MACD, CCI, stochastic, et cetera, including, well, the uh, indicator called momentum. So, you know, choose your favorite there. There's many different choices. Learn how to use this and look for ways to um, capitalize on this. So essentially, the way you apply this is that you want to look for new moves in early momentum periods. Because just like trend, where they say the trend is your friend until the end, and that is true, what that means is the longer a trend continues, the less likely or probable it is to continue. And since we're trading probabilities, that slogan, the trend is your friend until the end, really is a timing lesson, saying it's a higher probability to trade in the direction of the trend early in a new trend because toward the end of the trend, it's your enemy. So that same principle applies to momentum when you're using your favorite momentum indicator. You want to look for new momentum coming in, early momentum. So markets maybe been in a low momentum period, and all of a sudden, boom, high momentum kicks in. You don't want to wait. You want to jump on that puppy as soon as possible, because also momentum is your friend until the end. So we look for what I call momentum shift patterns where momentum shift signals. These are the only times that we have a high probability indication of what the market will do in the future. We see momentum shifting. It's just like with the train. What's happening when you get a momentum shift on the train? The brakes are applied. Now, the train doesn't stop going north, but momentum has shifted. And so momentum shifts before the direction of price. Momentum signals occur before trend signals. Trend signals are, well, trend indicators are always by definition lagging indicators, by the way. There's no such thing as a leading trend indicator. Maybe we can talk about that another time. But momentum at times, like I said, not always, but at times provides us a potential leading indicator. Now, nothing is 100%. Obviously, we're trading probabilities, as I said. But if you get in on these early momentum shifts, then you've got a high probability of that trade, just like the train, continuing in your direction after you get in. So if you're interested, you know, the discussion on specific momentum indicators and specific techniques for getting in and out, that really requires, well, really visual aids. In other words, um, showing you on charts and so forth. So we have some of that stuff if you're interested in my cycle indicator that I actually make available to my um, podcast listeners for free. Uh, feel free to send me an email at barry at topdogtrading.com. Make sure you mention the podcast. This is available to podcast listeners. And then request the cycle indicator. And we'll get you information over about that. By the way, I don't sell it. Well, actually, I do sell it, but I'll give it to you guys for free. Just as long as you mention the podcast, then I will get it to you for free. It comes with a live uh, webinar that teaches you how to trade it. And depending on when you respond to this, when you're listening to this, if we don't have a live webinar, then we'll get you a video over that will um, share with you exactly the technique, specifically with the visuals 
uh, showing the patterns on the indicator that show these momentum shift patterns. We can get in early on a new momentum move that give you a tremendously high probability that the market will continue in your direction after you enter the trade. So send an email, Barry, then again, that's a B-A-R-R-Y at topdogtrading.com and request the cycle indicator. All right. Well, I've got another free bonus for you today too. And that is my top 10 trading rules for success. These are the top 10 rules that changed my trading to become successful. And by the way, it's also the things that I have documented have helped my students become successful as well. I've worked with thousands and thousands of other traders. I have been very, very uh, detailed in documenting everybody's results and what's made a difference and came up with this report. And actually, it's a mini little mini course because it's got a PDF special report that gives you the list, but then also three videos. And those three videos are there to walk you through the top 10 rules on how to apply them to your trading so that we can either turn your trading around or improve your trading from wherever you are right now. So you can get that absolutely free by just going to online trading to win.com forward slash 10 rules. And by the way, that's the number 10, but it's spelled 10, T-E-N. So it's not the numeral 1010. So top online trading to win.com forward slash 10 rules. Go there and get it while it's still free. Oh, and by the way, if you receive value from this episode and others here in the series, please do two simple things. Subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher. And number two, while you're there, leave a review and a rating. Only takes about 30 seconds and really, really helps us move up in the rankings so that I can continue to help you. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. Neither Online Trading to Win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss even above the amount invested is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.